we need the anointing of God. The anointing is that divine enablement of the Holy Ghost or the power of God to operate and function in our life. And some of us men need the anointing of God on our life to really be our father. We need the anointing of God in our life. Some of us business people, we need an anointing. You can go through the motion, and I don't want to go through the motion. You should want to be anointed. You're listening to the Anointed Leadership Podcast with Terry Lynn Scott. Subscribe today to start cultivating more leadership anointing in your life. Now here's your host, Terry Lynn Scott. Everybody, welcome back to the Anointed Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Lynn Scott. I'm so grateful that you're joining me today on Thanksgiving Day. That's right, we are dropping this one today. It is Thanksgiving 2022. <laughs> Man, we have a lot to be thankful for today, don't we? I really believe that, and uh, I am grateful that you're with me. And uh, we're going to be talking about thankfulness today in uh, in business, thankfulness in, in the workplace, having an attitude of gratitude and uh, what it does for us. And so before we jump into content today, I just want to do a couple of things that I normally do. First of all, if you've never subscribed to the channel, I'd ask you to do so just by hitting the subscribe button on any platform you're watching or listening to this at. Also hit the notification there, the bell for notification so that you can be notified every time we drop one of these. We drop them every other Thursday. And so this is, a, to me, is valuable content for leadership, whether you're in church world, ministry, business, uh, management, whatever it is. And that's what we try to do is get the anointing on you to be able to help you do everything God's called you to do. And so hit the subscribe there. Second of all, if the content's adding value to your life, please drop us a comment, send us a review, or go to our website, terrylinscott.com, and shoot us an email. And uh, we would really love to hear from you in that way. And the last thing, the thing that really helps us the most is if you'd hit the share button. Uh, share this with friends, family, coworkers, uh, uh, entrepreneurs, business partners, pastors, leaders in churches, uh, and ask them just to take a listen to the content if this is adding value to your life. And I'm sure it'll be adding value to theirs. And so as we jump in today, we're talking about thankfulness on Thanksgiving Day, and what a better topic to, th- to, to discuss. But before we jump in today, uh, as I talked to you about in the last few episodes, is that our website now, we have a Q&A uh, tab where you can go ask a question and we're going to answer it on the podcast. And so I have two questions today that I want to just answer. These are anonymous. I'm not sure who they, they wrote these, but I do want to uh, address them and just give some insight off of two questions before we jump into the content. First of all, it says, is it okay to have numerous leaders in your life trying to direct you? All their information sounds great. That's a great question to whoever you are out that asked that. And I want to challenge you with this. Uh, Paul said in the book of Corinthians, you have many, te- you have thousands of teachers, but you have one father. And what we find is you're going to have to have that one clear voice in your life that leads and guides uh, what I call consider in the church world is a pastor. Somebody's voice that's weightier in my life than everybody else's. My, the voice in my life that's weightier is Dr. Mark T. Barclay, who is my pastor. But I listen to multiple other leaders. I listen to people like Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. I listen to leadership uh, people like a John Maxwell, a Craig Rochelle. I, I listen to some people like that. And the reason why I listen to them is because not one man has all wisdom. And we have to realize that as long as you can keep the heart of the person that you are submitted to, you are sitting under that one person that you know who they are that has the weightiest uh, words in your life, 
There's nothing wrong with listening to other people, in my opinion. Uh, I've listened to multiple people. There's some people I contact today that uh, that may not contact any of these, the, what I would call fathers in the faith for me or the leaders that I'm watching. I, I, I contact people. I ask questions. Uh, sometimes some people are very professional in specific fields, and I want to talk to a professional. I want to find somebody that has done that, been there, and got the t-shirt and grabbed wisdom from them. So I, I, may, multi, I may have five to 10 people that I listen to. And in my opinion, I hope this is helping you, is there's nothing wrong with those, those leaders in your life. There's nothing wrong with having multiple people. As long as you can manage and, and balance what they're saying, you can't take a little bit from each person and make a, a statement. You gotta stick to the, 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 the advice they're giving you solely. Uh, and so in leadership, you have to have that. In life, you have to have that. But don't mix, mix up their words. Don't mix up their advice. Keep it, keep it true to what they're saying to you. And I, I guarantee you, it'll help your life. So I hope that helped you. Here's another one, uh, another anonymous uh, question. It says, how do you run with somebody else's vision while developing your own without overstepping your place? That's a great question. I'm gonna read it again. How do you run with somebody else's vision while developing your own without overstepping your place? And, and to me, it's a great question. And in that question, what you have to unpack is when you look at the scriptures, nobody started out as the senior leader. Everybody started out underneath somebody, following somebody. If you don't have followership, you'll never have leadership. And so you always follow somebody. You'll always develop. You'll always uh, uh, be, you know, um, molded and, and shaped into who you are and what you've been called to do when you follow somebody. If I took a story out of the Bible and I took Elijah and Elisha, just them two alone, Elisha for six years followed Elijah and then became uh, the same prophet mantle that Elijah had, but it said he had a double portion so that he did double of everything Elijah did. And so how, how do you run with somebody else's? You recognize that timing is everything. You recognize that the thing that's birthed in your heart that it will come to pass is what I believe the Bible says. It will come to pass, but you have to run towards it. Well, how do you do it? You run with somebody else's. You're faithful with another man's. Then God will bless you with what's yours. And so you just keep running it. And whoever you link up to, they have to be willing to help you in your vision. They have to be willing to un allow you to develop and give you permission to function inside the gifts that you're in to help you develop, to become that person or do that thing that's in your heart. Not every leader is for you. Just hear what I'm going to say. Not every person in leadership position is for you. A lot of people in leadership positions or a boss position or supervisor position is for themselves. And they're going to use you as a, a stepping stone for themselves. Where I truly believe great leaders are not interested in themselves. They're interested in the development of other people. The question you have to ask about that one thing is how do I run with that vision is does that person believe in, in me? Does that person believe in my vision? Does that person believe that, uh, I'm, I'm capable of doing more that I have, that I'm valued, uh, for what is in my heart, or do they only want you to promote them and run with them and do for them? And you got to ask that question. And then if that person's not there, 
my opinion is I'm looking for somebody that's going to help me, <laughs> not somebody that's going to abuse me. Come on. So I hope that helps that, that you, you, you do it with the right understanding that there's time. You do it with the right understanding, the right heart. As you serve somebody else, God promotes you. You, you have to realize these types of things. And so that's my challenge to you today. Hey, let's jump into it. So again, listen, if you have a question and you'd like for us to give some insight or wisdom on that here at the Anointed Leadership Podcast, go to our website, terrylinscott.com. Hit the Q&A button and, I, and uh, drop your question. It can be anonymous or you can put your name in it and uh, we'll, we'll promote that. So let's jump in today's uh, content. We're talking about thankfulness today. I got a verse in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, be thankful in all circumstances. <laughs> We've come out of a couple of years of, of, of tough stuff, a couple of years of struggles maybe. Uh, we're in a season that people just don't like to work. People are a little bit more lazy today than they've ever been. Uh, they they feel entitled today. They're looking for the handout rather than the hand up, and it's hard to find uh, the the gratitude in the size in the season that we're in. It's difficult. It's difficult when you go to restaurants and stores and you don't have material. You can't buy what you want. You don't have enough uh, workforce out there. It's hard, and, and I'm I'm laying all that out because I think that's frustration for everybody. But the reality. In that circumstance, we're, we are uh, instructed through the scriptures to give thanks. Why? Because it's God's will for, for those of us that belong to the Lord. And, and finding something to be grateful for. Gratefulness, gratitude, thankfulness is simply this, the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So you got to find the things. If you're always looking for negative, your life is going to be a downward spiral. If you're looking for things to be thankful for, you're going to always tra- have a trajectory up. I want to challenge this. This is what I really want to challenge. In in business and in leadership, it's important that we understand our people are going to thrive on whether we are positively grateful or we're negative about everything going on. If we're only concerned about the project, the task, the item, the agenda, and we're never concerned about people, we're going to we're going to hurt the morale inside of our business, inside of our church, inside of our leadership. And we've got to learn that as leaders, we are setting a, a, an atmosphere that promotes engagement, it promotes success, it promotes a, a readiness and a willingness to work and give us, gives people give their life for us. And that's what our goal is. It's not for people just to work for a paycheck, but people that'll work for a purpose. And when you are grateful, when you understand that there's greater things to your life and you are willing to promote and be ready to show a gratefulness and thankfulness for the people that are helping you, man, you're gonna, you're gonna generate an atmosphere that people want to to give you their life. They will do anything for not just for the purpose, but they're going to give anything for the person that really values them. Gratefulness is very simple. Being thankful for the people that are around you, being thankful for the things that you have, being having a, an attitude to think about what I do have versus what I don't have. It, it, it takes an art, a skill to do that. But when you do that, you recognize that what you have around you is everything you need to get you to where you want to go. If you're not grateful, if you're not thankful about it in your teams, your teams understand it, which creates an, a, an atmosphere of frustration, 
irritation, agitation. It's a slow in the process of work. We don't get things done. People feel demoralized because they don't feel like they have added value, that they actually matter. And I'm telling you on Thanksgiving today, listen, you've got to find your way. And if you're listening to it after Thanksgiving, you've got to find a way in your business, in your church, in your teams is to, to generate a much more positive morale where people will actually do more and feel more engaged in the, in the work that we're doing. I, I got some thoughts about this, some statistics that I, I found in this, and I'm going to drive them into you today and, and help you with them. But I want to talk to you about, if you're not going to, there's two types of people that I want to identify. One is a leader. When I talk about leadership is the person that is not concerned about the task, that's concerned about the people. And then there's this other person that I want to talk about is a boss mentality. So when we just think about the mentality here, I have a leader and I have a boss. And we've got to look at the two. We've got to understand the two. In the ministry and in church world, if all I am is a boss, I'm not going to have people that will follow me willingly. Here's what Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ in, in 1 Corinthians 11. 1. That's not a command. That's a suggestion that if you can find anything good in me, follow me for that. If you go back and look at everything Paul wrote, every time he was imprisoned, every time that he was beaten, every time that there was something going on, he always had a smile. Read the Bible. He had a smile on his face. He was excited that his life was doing something for a greater purpose. And he always challenged people to, to count it all joy, to have peace, think on things above, not on things below. We find this about Paul. And so when we understand this, this is a, he's a leader. Follow me. A boss is do what I tell you to do, no matter what, get the job done, I'm paying you. There, there is two different thought processes in there. And I want to deal with this. Number one, a leader, if you're going to be have an attitude of gratitude, you're going to find this level of gratitude that comes from a leadership mindset, which is relational. Everything about leadership is relationally driven. So in relationships, I want to please people. I want to help people. I want to make people feel good. I want, I want them to feel good about themselves. I want them to feel good about the, pro, the, the, the purpose and the, the vision we're going after. I want them to feel good about me as their leader. And that's relational. But what happens is a boss, if we have a boss mentality, we never see the value in the person. And all we see is the value in the task being accomplished. And we've got to adjust that because if all I'm concerned about the task, I'll never find gratitude in what they're doing. I will always find the fault of why it's not getting done fast enough. Also watch this leadership, even though it's relationally driven, it cares about the people. Leadership cares about people. People need to feel. People want to feel valued. They want to be to feel like they've actually uh, given something to the, 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 the vision, that they have added value to the vision on themselves. And how do you do it? The most inexpensive way to do it is just to say, Thank you for all that you're doing. Man, I really appreciate you. What you're doing is, is a blessing and you are you don't know how much you mean to, to me. This is leadership. It cares about the person. The boss, again, cares about the agenda. It cares about the task. It only cares about whether we got it right or we got it wrong. We care only about the client. We only care about the bottom dollar. And we've got to find the two different balances. The, second, the last thing I wanna say about this, leadership is concerned with the development of the individual. A boss is concerned with the bottom line. And, and this is what we have to realize is if all I'm concerned about is if what my bottom dollar looks like at the end of the week, end of the day, end of the month, end of the quarter, end of the year, 
and that's it, then the people will understand that and we will, we will eventually plateau and or decline. But if we are concerned about the development of individuals, which comes from an attitude of gratitude, that they feel welcome, that they feel invited, they feel important, they feel valued, then what happens is we are now going to drive the bottom dollar up with, with unintentionally because we care about developing the people. Gratitude is a level of development and we have to understand that. Can I break it down this way? If you're a parent out there, and as a parent, you parent two different ways. You parent the behavior of a child, because if your behavior, the behavior is what represents uh, what's in the heart, right? That's how we see it. And what we're trying to do is fix the heart of the individual. We're trying to, we discipline the behavior. We're trying to fix behavior. We're trying to make behavior better. And what we're really worried about is us. We worry about us as the parent. We worry about our reputation, our last name, and we, and we harshly discipline behavior. But if we would not just discipline behavior, but we actually disciplined the heart of a man, of a child, if we took our child and we disciplined the heart, we tried to get the, something more positive in the heart of a child, the outlook is different in the heart of a child. When you see their heart change, their behavior changes. We all understand this. Leadership goes after the heart. A boss goes after the behavior and we understand the two different dynamics. I'm not, I want to talk about uh, parenting today, but the understanding of that is the, the aggression that comes out because behavior wasn't done properly is a, a I'm parenting behavior. And, and then if, if the aggression can be re, with, uh, you know, restrained and I can deal with the heart of why I'm not saying don't discipline why they did it. Let's go figure out the why, why? Because now we care about the person. And this is the idea. And so I just want to give you a couple of thoughts today. I hope this is helping you on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat your turkey, eat your stuffing, all the, have the leftovers. Enjoy your family day. But as leadership, always understand. I did, a, I think a year or, or so ago, I did one that lead, uh, uh, success swings on the, on, on the uh, hinges of gratitude, which is, I think is important. But I think what we have to realize in thankfulness and being thankful and having great gratitude, I just want to read a couple of thoughts here. And I just want to drive this point home, I think, because when you and I understand, we can actually be intentional about this. Uh, and and what's, what's happened right before uh, this episode, I, I actually met with everybody that's on my staff, whether it's their uh, volunteer for me, and I have people that are doing this without pay, and I have people that are being paid, and I spent time with them, and I, I'm, I've talked to them, and I've actually handed them something that is a blessing to their life, I believe. And I think that's an attitude of gratitude when you can hand something to somebody that says, thank you for all that you've done, right? That's great. But some of the quickest ways to develop engagement is not just a gift that is tangible, but just the heart of saying, thank you. Thank you for all that you've done. I really appreciate you, man. You're doing a great job. Even in the midst of their failure, still acknowledge the things that they're actually doing right. They're not all wrong. And so find that level of doing that. So I just want to read a couple of thoughts here, some, some quotes, and then just point, pick out some points about it, how you should do this, because it'll change the atmosphere of your workplace if you would get an attitude of gratitude, if you would find the level of thankfulness, not just on you know that, that Thursday in, th in November, but every day in your job. This is what I said, Alfred North Whitehead, who is a philosopher, long, long time ago said this, no one who achieves success does so without the help of others. 
<laughs> you, you don't achieve success by yourself. The wise and confident acknowledge this help with gratitude. That to me is everything. You as the leader, you as the boss, you as the senior leader, you can't do everything you do without people. You know, our, our ministry here has grown uh, exponentially, substantially has grown, but not just in numbers, but what we're doing, but not only what we're doing in staff, I know that I can't do what I'm doing without the people that are with me. I, I know that. And so here's the thing, the wise and confident acknowledge this with gratitude. Learn to say thank you. Just a simple thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for all that you're doing. Watch. Workers want and need to know that their work is appreciated. They, they do because they're helping you. They're helping you succeed. They're helping you bring success. They're helping you get to the place where you are. You might get all the applause, all the accolades, but you didn't do it on your own. You did it with those that are around you and they want and need, listen to that. They want and need to know that their work is appreciated. Not just one time a year on a Christmas bonus or whatever it is, but they want and need it all the time. Showing gratitude to employees is the easiest, fastest, and most inexpensive way to boost performance. It really is. The, 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 this is, you think, well, how does that happen? I don't know, but I can read this review to you. In a recent study by the American Psychological Association, researchers found, watch this, that 93% of employees who reported feeling valued said that they are more motivated to do the, their best work and 80% reported uh, feeling more engaged. 93% were more, more, more motivated to do the better work because they were just felt grateful. They were felt like that they were, they were valued, that they were important. 93% of them and 88% felt like they were more engaged into the vision, into the mission. So tell me, tell me you wouldn't want that in your employment, in your job, in your business, in your church. It takes very simple things. The most inexpensive, easiest and fastest way is just to say, thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing because you, you are not going to be successful without them. And you want to keep them around you. You want to build them. You want to build a team that will be, will be with you forever. It's a legacy team, a team of people around you that are not just hit and miss, show up here or there, but people that actually matter and, and they, they are valuable to the success of the vision in your life. I'm going to read another one and, and, and two more things, and then we're going to go eat some turkey today, right? So in a recent Inc. article, the INC article, the author stated this, the benefits of leaders expressing gratitude are twofold, improving day-to-day -day morale and driving organizational success. Day-to-day -day morale and organizational success. It's simply this, thank you for all that you're doing. Man, I really appreciate you. I don't know how much more I can drive that point home, but leadership must understand. Thank you for all that you do. I really appreciate you. Man, you, you are awesome. You are so good at what you do. Thank you that you are, you're giving your life to this vision. Thank you for helping us. And I say this a lot to people that are around me. Thank you for helping me, man. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for all that you're doing. I really appreciate what you're doing. Why? Because this is what they say. This is just psychological. This is the psyche. This is the emotional uh, value that, that adds to your business is when you just say thank you and you express your, your gratitude to them improves day-to-day -day morale and organizational success. You got to see it. Last thing I want to say to you today before we close is this. Edwin Arlington Robinson, who is a poet and a playwright, an American poet and playwright, he said there's two kinds of gratitude. The sudden kind we feel for what we take and the larger kind we feel for what we give. 
There's two kinds of gratitude. What I get, thank you for giving that to me. But there's a greater one for what you have given. I'm giving gratitude to that person. I'm giving it. Not because that they've given me something, but because they are going to benefit from it. I'm going to feel a larger sense right there. A, 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 a larger sense for what I'm giving. And when we give away appreciation, we give gratitude. We say thank you. It does something for us. Don't just say thank you for what they do for you, but thank you for who they are. Thank you for what they've done. Thank you for the, the, the engagement. Thank you for the success that you're finding because of them. Listen, get the attitude of gratitude. Uh, in Thessalonians, it says, be thankful in all circumstances. You don't have to be thankful only in the good. You have to find th the, the ability to be grateful in every area of your business, of your church, of your leadership, find it, go after it. It's the easiest, most inexpensive way and fastest to build morale and drive organizational success is living with gratitude in your business, in your church. Do it, I'm telling you, change the atmosphere from being all hard driven to do a job to become relational and understand that people are adding value to you as you are adding value to them. Hey, till next time, I call you blessed. Enjoy your Thanksgiving this season. Enjoy the holidays you're going into. And again, if this has added value to you, please uh, share this with somebody, drop a comment and review, hit the subscribe button. Until next time, I call you blessed and I declare that the anointing of God get all over you to do everything God has called you to do. Connect with Terry on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help this message reach more people so together we can create anointed leaders all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we're believing God with you and for you that whatever you put your hand to will prosper in Jesus' name.